Hello and welcome to the Five Song Mixtape. We discuss a new mix each and every week. My name's Michael. I am the Mind Freak. Mind Freak. <laughs> and I'm the Thriller from Manila. <laughs> <laughs> I still love watching Mind Freak. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I, I like magic. So, like, RJ sent yeah. a video off of Instagram uh, the other day, which is uh, uh, from this magician who has a show on Netflix for a couple of seasons. Like, I like watching magic shows. Yeah. Um, I forgot. What, I think his magic show on Netflix is, like, how how magic something. I can't remember. But he's funny. And it, I think the joke had to do with anal or something. That was, like, the joke that RJ sent. Um, Penn and Teller? <laughs> I don't like Penn and Teller. Yeah. Yeah. Penn's I've never seen their bitch. act actually. I just know them as personalities. Yeah. Like, yeah. Penn's kind of a bitch. Yeah. I've heard him on podcasts. He's kind of a bitch. Yeah, he's like the bad kind of libertarian. Yeah. Like that even libertarians are like, we don't want you. Yeah. <laughs> you know how you know what diet he did to lose a bunch of weight? What? He did the potato bite it diet. What? Yeah, so he ate just a potato a day for like I think I think they do it for like two to three months, and that's how their diet starts. What does that do? <laughs> what is the science behind this? There's no science. It's just that's shrinking so your stupid. stomach and giving you enough calories to survive. You could do it with fucking potato chip, or I guess it's yeah. potato still. Yeah, you could do it with lots of things. You just have to cut your calories. <laughs> yeah, I heard, yeah. I heard a girl doing the ice cream diet, and she lost like eighty pounds. Like she was pretty big. Yeah, and then she got down to like a normal weight, and. Uh, she's like, yeah, I just did it by just eating ice cream. That's yeah. all I ate. I was like, oh, that's crazy. I never thought of that before. Good luck in your future. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you can maintain that shit. Yeah. You'll never be lean. Like, you're not, like, no. losing. You're not burning the fat cells away. No. And when you go back to eating normal. Yeah, like, you're fucked. Yeah. And if you have to substitute ice cream for whatever food you're eating before, you obviously have a problem with food. Yeah. <laughs> so that's probably what you should work through. I did that for, I think, for, like, two or three weeks. I think I dropped, like, t- t- 25 pounds one time during, like, wrestling, uh, just eating a peach a day. Just a oh, peach. peach a day. Damn. For, I think it was for two weeks. Yeah. Damn. Just a peach. I don't know if I could do that. Yeah. I tried doing that with um, something similar with an apple. I was just buying apples all the time, and I was like, I just don't want to spend money on food anymore. Mm. Let's see if I could do this. But I was smoking cigarettes at the time, too, so, like... Ooh. That just, you know, makes my hunger go away for the most part. Yeah. But also, <laughs> it's so good after a good meal. Nice sandwich. Smoke a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> Pop a Vicodin. Do you, oh. think, do you think that'll come back? Smoking? Yeah. Like smoking cigs? Yeah. Um, yeah, somebody I know who's younger, like, never smoked growing up, but he'll occasionally smoke uh and he's like used vape pens before anything else, but it, they're still out there. People still like occasionally smoke, like at mm. bars and stuff. And I feel like it's just a matter of time with that younger generation because they're on the vape pens and shit. They're just gonna transition to real cigarettes after a while yeah. when they actually have bad things that happen in their lives. And they're like, "Damn, a cigarettes just so good." <laughs> it gets me through the day. Yeah, well, I don't is- know. Because, uh, like, back in the day, uh, I think everybody at my work smoked. So everybody was, like, outside smoking. And I was like, I was part of that group, too. Yeah, literally every one of, like, the 24 employees that worked there smoked. Like, everybody was like, hey, can I have my break? <laughs> it's just like, no, I need my break. Let's all take out the trash at the same yeah. time. Close the store for, like, 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, but now I think I just have three vapors. That's it. 
No cigarette smokers there. Yeah. Do they have to take a break to vape? Uh, I mean, they, they go to the bathroom and they vape. Yeah. Yeah. They when, go into the corner and they vape and they just don't do it in front of me. When vapes <laughs> first came out uh, and I was working at the coffee shop and I was trying to use it to quit smoking, mm. I would vape while making food. <laughs> like... I would just vape in the back room. Like, I was like, it's nothing. It's fucking vapor. What the fuck are you complaining about? Like, I'm not smoking in here, idiot. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw some guy doing it inside the coffee shop once. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, idiot, you can't vape in here. That's for me in the back. It is funny that nicotine patches aren't more popular. Yeah. uh, I think the... uh, I don't know if the gum's popular, but the nicotine pouches are. I mean, I got one in right now. I got Swedish snus. Does it actually do anything for you anymore? Um, yes, <laughs> but it's like very mild. Like it's the uh, it's not like uh, cigarettes. But I've gone like a couple days without using them, and I mm. I notice a difference. I'm not, mm. I'm not like, but trying to quit smoking, like you'll get irritable and shit. Like you'll want to punch people, but. These just, uh, it just kind of feels like something's missing. There's no huge craving or anything. Yeah. And you're just like, hmm, like something's different. I'm like not as sharp, you know, like long drives take a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're long nice. Long drives take a little bit longer. Sounds like a country song, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> New Zach Bryant single. Long drive, need my dip. <laughs> Back in a dip, long drive ahead. All right, so this is uh, episode 105 of the podcast. Uh, this is my mix. Um, I feel like I'm going to be honest with you guys on this one. Okay. This is a little bit of an RJ mix for me. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a little bit of an RJ mix for me. Um, I have this bad habit of sometimes I'll make mixes while I'm working out, and that's not a good idea sometimes. That's mm. all I do. <laughs> that explains so much. Sometimes it makes a lot of sense for the type of mix that I'm making, and then other times it doesn't. It 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 confuses things and makes it more broad uh, because I'm really just trying to make songs that are making me want to lift more weights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I have lots of mixes that – I have a lot of mixes that I could use, uh, but they don't necessarily get me going at the gym. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I don't think uh, my instrumental one would get you going at the gym, but yeah, <laughs> maybe. Who knows? Yeah, so this one – this mix is a little bit of an RJ mix for me. Uh, I just really just was listening to like newer music and just put some stuff together into a mix and thought we'd talk about some new artists, but that's about it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, it <laughs> does seem kind of like a sort of eclectic group of songs. Yeah. And how much thought did you put into the layout of it? Like the, the ordering? None. Okay. Yeah. Can I say alpha? Just, can I say, it? cause it's like me, my uh, mix, like, you know. I mean, I don't know if you could alpha that. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll wait for it. I'll play my hand later. I mean, you you got to, yeah. You got to build a case against this of what you can really alpha because and alpha. There it is. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed right. it. Alpha Go sustained. Me. Alpha yeah. sustained. I mean, it's a very lazy alpha, but yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll take yeah. it. <laughs> it's RJ style. Anytime okay. someone's being lazy, you could just alpha them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did that first. <laughs> You learned that from me. <laughs> <laughs> Just wake up. 
Alpha. <laughs> Let's get pizza. Ooh, alpha. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so this mix, it's uh, called So Far So Good. Uh, it's all newer songs off of newer albums. Um, kind of a bummer. Joey Badass just came out with a new album today when we were recording this. Ooh, full album? Yeah, full album. Thank you. So I missed that a little bit. But I, I, I made like three different versions of this mix. And the first version was like all of the big dogs. The big dogs that everyone talks about of the new albums and yeah. talking about them. And then I was like, nah, let me go a little bit deeper. And then the next version of this mix was like, oh, let me like dive into this style of hip hop that like kind of gets me going at the gym, but doesn't like keep me going at the gym. And I had that version of this mix. And then I came to this version of this mix was to just kind of make it a little bit more broad and have kind of a weird hip hop R&B like vibe throughout the whole thing. Um, So, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, it's kind of like the uh, like the side characters in that same hip hop scene. Yeah, like a lot of these are like a lot of these you'll see feature featured on bigger artists' albums, mm-hmm. and a lot of people never think to listen to those albums. A lot of times, I like those albums better. Yeah, like the, I found Saba a few years ago, and I loved Saba after hearing him on. I don't, I don't know what uh, Chance the Rapper, maybe mm. something like that. But I just found like I found the style interesting. I didn't know people were making music like that, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool." But this is all more of my vibe of hip hop, rap, R and B, whatever you want to call it, or yeah. a mixture of all of them. Mixture. Yeah. yeah the um, Do you know Diplo has a new album? <sighs> I don't think I care. <laughs> I never listened to him. He has a song with uh, Leon Bridges, and it's fucking sick. It's a great ass song. I would listen to that. Yeah, he's uh, he's someone that I don't like, um, but has a few songs that come out with features every once in a while that I like. That feature, like uh, uh, fucking that took a pill in Ibiza song. Um, I think it's Mike Posner. Came out a few years ago, mm-hmm. and I forgot the person that remixed it. But it was the radio song. Like, the radio edit was the remix song, and the original is an acoustic song. And I'm like, oh, well, this guy that remixed it just made it the song, and you can get rid of that acoustic one now. Like, the acoustic one was interesting, but I had no idea it came from that. Diplo's kind of like that. I I hear songs, and I'm like, oh, that's why this Rihanna song sounds different, because it's got (laughs) Diplo producing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, RJ, have you heard of an artist called 070Shake? Uh, have not. So she has a new album that I wanted to put. Like she had the the album I actually like a lot. It didn't quite like work with this, but she first was she's on Ghost Town. Off a uh, movie? No, uh, Kanye. Uh, oh, yeah. She's like the background singer on that song. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't think so. You know that song, Ghost Town, though, right? I think so. I'm looking up the artist right now, Seven Shake. Um, I do want to go to Shake Shack. They don't have Shake Shacks around here, do they? Oh, yes. I love this song. This is my favorite song from the album. 
But she's... That's her. Interesting. Yeah, she has a new album, and it's really fucking good. Mm. I was surprised with how good it is, because I was just like some random singer that signed to like Kanye's like music label uh, has like an album. I was like, oh, okay, oh, wait, she sang on my favorite like song from this album. And I was like, oh, okay, and I listened to it, and it's like, it's like weird. It's like a weird album. I like weird. Um, I, I like- kind of got into Jan- Janelle Monet for the same reason. Did you ever listen to her? Uh-uh. She was coming around the times of like Rihanna and the big pop stars like that. And every once in a while, um, I'll find her song, but every once in a while, like a new song would play on the radio or on something that I was listening to. And uh, then I'd be like, what the, this, this kind of doesn't fit. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Um, this one. That was like the single. Go to the course. I like it. But it's got kind of like a like a doo-wop vibe to it. Yeah, and she for sure. does. She takes a lot of those influences, but a lot of like uh, modern modern production shit. Hmm. And then gets into like Radiohead weirdness. Well, this is. I'm gonna just play you a little snippet. This song's called Blue Velvet, Devin. Ooh, okay. So far, I'm in. It's like John Carpenter's uh, Stranger Things. And then it's going to change. Oh, it's Pink Floyd. Sounds like Chelsea Wolf and Nine Inch Nails vibes too. Yeah, it's fucking like good. It. <laughs> All right. I like, when I was doing, uh, I, I'm just bringing up things that I almost made this mix. But like the when I first heard it, I was like, "Fuck me!" Yeah. I was like, and I wish I really wanted it on this mix, but I didn't quite like. It has its uh, yeah. own weird vibe. Yeah, I, was like, I don't know what this is. I like it a lot. Yeah, I've been listening to that a lot. I gotta, I gotta check into that, and I feel yeah. like. Some one of us needs to make a weird new hip hop mix Ooh, or yeah. weird R and B mix. Weird. I feel like R and B is uh, untapped for all that weird stuff. Like we haven't really dug into that yet. Yeah, I've been trying to like every now and then I'll pop into like a, the latest R and B playlist on Spotify, and it's like it's too. I can't wrap my head around it. 
like it's too mm-hmm. broad and so yeah. like i need to like really focus in or t- or one of you guys can make a mix to help me focus in it's like it's just really all over the place and i don't know what constitutes r&b anymore where like the, the track four when we get to that on here it's like that's an r&b song like i can yeah, safely yeah. be like that's an r&b song but yeah. then i'll hear this other shit and i'm just like it's like, like sometimes a hiatus coyote song will come on there, and I'm like, "This is Ooh, jazz, baby. This ain't yeah. R&B." <laughs> but yeah. they're like, "No, it's R&B." I'm like, "All right, okay. <laughs> all right." What's krungbin then? Yeah, Thai soul. That's not a category. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Thundercat's gonna be like the gateway for all that stuff. Yeah, I could be able to find some more stuff based on that. Maybe see who Flying Lotus has worked with, mm-hmm. but. I know there's some good stuff out there. Yeah, so there's, like, a lot of really good new albums uh, that popped up recently. Like, Denzel Curry's new album is surprisingly great. So good. I was very surprised when I listened to it. I was like, God damn it. Yeah. I don't know what changed in your life, but this is good. (laughs) Yeah, I think he just finally turned 21 or something. He was super (laughs) young when he came out with his first shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the new album's great. It has, like, hard-hitting songs like people want out of rap albums. Yeah. But also, like, lyrical creativity and, like, flow creativity and great production throughout the whole thing. Well, yeah, and it's it kind of bothers me because, like, that's one of the reasons why I went deeper into making this mix. It's like... You, like Future came out with a new album, and it, I'm just like this. Yeah, this sucks. Like, why is yeah. people? Why are people talking about this? It's like I yeah. don't care about this at all. You yeah. Know? Where it's like you've got these other albums oh. that no one's really talking about. Oh, we're cutting out again. Oh, are you? Yep. Hold on. I think now we're good. Are we good? Are we stabilized? Are we stabilized? We hit some turbulence there, but now we're good. Okay, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep it's literally just on our end it's yeah. gonna sound no different on the recording sick yeah. But yeah like future has a new album I'm just like i don't really care that much and uh someone else bigger just came out with a new album like um what's it ben staples has a new album i'm just like i listened to it. i was like oh this is yeah this is fine like it's not that good yeah i heard a few off of that summertime 06 is just so good i compare everything to that yeah like I listen to part of the Big Fish Theory, and I, I liked a lot of that. I like that album, but I like Summertime '06 so much better. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, so I'm gonna guess Devin's favorite, least favorite, favorite artist. Devin, I'm gonna go with favorite song is number one. Least favorite is number three. Favorite artist is number five. Went kind of a safe route for you. All right. One, three, five. Uh, RJ, I went. I'm gonna take a little chance here. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say your favorite song in here is two. Your least favorite is three, and the artist you would like to dive further into is number one. Two, okay. three, one. Yes. Two, okay. three, one. Two, three, one. Yeah. All right. So first song on this mix is "Champagne Glasses" by Corday, featuring Freddie Gibbs, with a credit to Stevie Wonder. Off of his latest album, From a Bird's Eye View, track number 11, 4 minutes and 17 seconds. Um, Corday Amari Dunstan uh, is an American rapper and singer. He gained popularity by releasing mi- remixes of popular songs, such as My Name Is. What? And Old N-Words. So, mm. uh, videos of both remixes were uploaded to World Star Hip Hop's YouTube channel, which led to an immense and immediate positive response from both mainstream media and online rap community. How does that make you feel, RJ? 
I'm kind of I'm intrigued. Yeah. <laughs> you think he slows it down? Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chopped and screwed, slowed and throwed. Slowed and reverbed. <laughs> yeah, that's my style. Uh, his debut studio album, The Lost Boy, was released in 2019 to widespread acclaim and received two nominations for Best Rap Album and Best Rap Song. Um, Corday was a member of YBN Collective from 2018 until he left the group in 2020. Uh, from a bird's eye view, it's the second studio album. It was released January 2022. Album features guest appearances from Gunna, Lil Wayne, Lil Durk, Freddie Gibbs, Eminem, Roddy Rich. Um, so yeah, so during uh, when I was uh, diving deeper into stuff, uh, I saw that he had a new album. Listened to it, really liked it. Um, I hadn't. I think I had listened to like a couple of songs of his before, but I hadn't really like dived deeper, deeper. Um, really, really enjoyed this song. Uh, and it's not even because of the Freddie Gibbs effect. Like even like Freddie's great on it, and I love Freddie. And I basically love everything that he does. Um, but even if you took him out, I would still love the song a lot. Um, I don't know what it is about the bass line, um, but it gets me going. Yeah. It really gets me going. Because it almost like sounds like a G-Funk R&B bass line from the 90s. Um, but he's so smooth over it. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, RJ, talk to me about listening to Corday. Is this your first introduction to this man? Uh, I I flipped through some of his like you know popular songs, and I think one came up that I'm like, oh, I think this popped up on another mix, but I don't think I could like identify. Oh, I know who this is. Mm, yeah. um, but the song that I found, I, I I did like. I just don't remember which one it was, but the the song, I, I just, it's like that's. He had that smooth smooth flow over it. It was just, the beat was nice. It was laid back. Um, I just I just like his presentation of how he put everything together. Um, it was a good intro song. I like the song a lot. Uh, and then, as you said, you know, you know, Freddie Gibbs did not have to be on here. It was just you know, I think an added bonus of oh, he was on here too. Cool. Yeah, nice little cherry on top. Yeah, I was like that. I was like, without him, I would have been fine with him just doing the whole song by himself. Yeah. And I like the the weird little trumpet thing that he's got going on at the end of the song. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that what is why that's there, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it I just like it. I think <laughs> it was a great song, all in all. I'm noticing a lot of these songs uh, lately. I feel like people don't know how to end them, so they'll just start adding <laughs> stuff. I've been there. There's been so there. many songs. Like number two is a great example where the end just completely changes. Like yeah. all of these songs, the end just starts like either falling apart or coming together finally. Yeah. And I'm either like, why weren't you doing that the whole time? Or I'm like, <laughs> just do what you were doing the whole time and just end it there. You yeah. just end it. You just stop the song. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, Devin, how'd you feel? Or, or how do you like him and the song? And blah, 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 blah. I, I liked it. I liked yeah. it. Uh, starting out. Um, being the first one, I thought that this was all that we were getting into. Right. So I was like, I made a little oh. sandwich here. Yeah, a little sandwich. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this this will be good. This it's going to be full of uh, features, probably, or like you know, it's R and B with rap in it. Yeah. You know, because um, like you guys are saying, Freddie Gibbs could not be in there, and the song would be real nice. Which Corday seems to be a uh, Sampha type or a Saba type, like. Yeah, they're featured in songs to like do the chorus 
you know, or like Frank Ocean in Odd Future. Mm-hmm. It's like they don't they don't rap; they just do the choruses, and they started coming out with their own albums. And uh, I like a lot of the stuff that they do on their own. The features are hit and miss. This one was good. I like Freddie Gibbs, and there's another another guy on it, or just uh, Freddie Gibbs? No, just Freddie. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, the feel of it just it reminded me of, like 2010s hip hop. Um, which was a little bit more tinged with R and B back then. Yeah, uh, but it seemed like it was like bordering. Like he knew that they were going to have the feature in there, so he's like, "I'm not going to make a full on R and B track this time. I'm going to amp it up a little bit." But it did feel real nice. It had a little bit of like G funk influence, but not to the point of sounding like '90s derivative Mm-mm. or anything. But it was it was a nice change of like the from the the hip hop that we're hearing these days. That's yeah. become like the new standard, I guess, which kind of like what you were saying with Future, I'm getting kind of bored with hearing the same thing. The thing that I liked about Future when I first heard him was that he was doing something different. Mm. And then I would hear another artist that's doing something different. And I always like them advancing the genre or at least making an attempt to. Or in Drake's case, like you could just keep on putting out the same album and, you know, it's cool most of the time, but that's it. It's just cool to listen to. Yeah, Ooh. it's weird with a lot of these rappers. There's like this weird future and drill like combining forces into this like mainstream style of hip hop that's going on right now, which I don't hate it, but I'm I just don't care anymore. Yeah. Like uh like Lil Dirk, I think he has a new album and that's very much like that. Um who else has a new album that's very much like that? It's not NBA Youngboy. It's one of those, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just, they're all kind of started. Playboy Cardi, yeah, they're all yeah. Like the baby has that like weird mix. Uh, he has like an EP that came out with another rapper. That's like it's all that style. Uh, I don't know. I'm just not. It's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just rap. But There's it's, nothing. It sucks how to be done. It sucks how versatile Freddie Gibbs is. He's I so know. fucking versatile. I know. He can do, like, basically anything, and he's yeah. never talked about by anyone. It's fucking yeah. annoying. Yeah. Um, like, even after the biggest thing of his life was going on Joe Rogan's show. Yeah. And even after that, I don't think anybody, like, was like, yeah, I'm a fan of Freddie Gibbs because of Joe Rogan. I think they were just like, yeah, that was a cool guest. Next. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't, I think Alfredo was nominated. I don't think it won anything. Damn. Which that album is so goddamn good. Yeah. And anytime I see him feature on something, I get super excited because he's always good on a feature. Yeah. Yeah. And his older stuff still holds up, too. Oh, like yeah. The early, like, 2010 stuff mm-hmm. that usually, like, stuff made that around that time. Real hit and miss, but, uh, yeah, it still holds up. Still good as shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this song is – I like this song a lot. Yeah. Uh, it gets me going. Doesn't get me like super pumped, but it gets me pumped enough. I enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to the next guy. I've been waiting to talk about this guy for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I first I first got into him when I first took my deep dive into hip hop like a year and a half ago now. Oh. Uh, and I just been sitting on him, just waiting for the time. And oh. I was fortunate enough that he literally came out with this new album last Friday. So, like, the album came out, I saw it, I was just like, hell yeah, I listened to it, and I was just like, hell yeah, I'm just going to throw a song from him on here. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, after you sent this to us, uh, 
I saw so many people posting on Instagram, people that I don't talk to anymore, yeah. posting this song in particular. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. Which was strange, because I don't even think it's the big hit off the album. No, I don't think so. Just Mike does that. That's the yeah. mic, that's the all, mic all, effect. He's all, a tastemaker. Like the, yeah. Literally just to go, we're going to be on Jimmy Fallon. He's a hit week. seeker. <laughs> I'm the alpha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just alpha to all these 22-year-old white girls. Yeah, hell yeah. That's yeah. my favorite thing to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm the Jordan Peterson of music. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Clean your room, you dumb bitches. Uh, but yeah, so the next song on here that I have is Mercury by Steve Lacey off of Gemini Rats. I'm a Gemini man. So, oh, shit. Yeah. I'm a Sag. Uh, I've been wanting to make a Gemini man mix because Kanye is a Gemini, Kendrick's a Gemini, the baby's a Gemini. Oh shit! Yeah, there's a lot of Gemini's that are good. <laughs> Isn't that weird how like black culture and hip hop culture is like partially into actual astrology stuff? You know, <laughs> yeah. like they're not like buying crystals and shit. No, but like your average, you know, normal white guy is gonna be like, I don't know what my sign is. Yeah, a and then they're all like, what? Yeah. I'm a fucking cancer, bitch. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah, fucking Mercury's rising, my Libra moon. Like, what does that mean? Like, I don't know, but it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this is the third track off the, his new, latest album, 4 minutes and 55 seconds, of Steve Thomas Lacey Moya. As an American musician, singer, songwriter, and record producer, he was born in Compton, California, and gained recognition as the guitarist of the R&B group The Internet. In 2017, Lacey released his debut EP, uh, a song series titled Steve Lacey's Demo. Uh, His debut album, Apollo 21, was released in May 2019. The album earned him a, a nomination for Best Urban Contemporary Album at the Grammy Awards. And his second album, Gemini, or Gemini Rights, was just released. Uh, so this is his second album. Uh, it follows Lacey's debut uh, and was preceded by the singles Mercury and Bad Habit and Sunshine. Ah, huh, so this song's a single. Interesting. Oh, That's this crazy. is an interesting one to be a single off that album. Yeah, I just like the song and I put yeah. it on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Gemini Rights has received an 82 out of 100 based off of four critic reviews at Metacritic. Um, let's see. Of Rolling Stone wrote that the album feels like the product of a grand jam session and a tight collection of rock, R&B, funk, jazz, psych, and hip-hop that's as warm and airy as the cusp of summer when Geminis are born. Uh, let's see. Describing the album as fear, fearlessly funky and seriously steamy, follow up with bold leaps forward and artistic flourishes that is more polished and assured work than his debut. Um, let's see. Stated that Lacey taps into the legacy of the Love Below era of Andre 3000 as he channels the musical touchstones of yesteryear into something rechangeable for a generation exploring more than ever before concepts of personal autonomy and identity, although the heady high of hedonism offered by the album is only ever fleeting and it never really fills the void. That's what this person says. Mm. Uh, But yeah, so it's pretty cool. Like, this dude fucking rocks to me. Um... I first heard him like a year and a half ago or something now, um, and uh, I really liked him. Uh, uh, I really liked his style. 
I don't know what he's labeled as because he's kind of confusing as far as like, is he rapper? Is he R and B guy? Um, he's a guitarist, which is like not the normal. Cause when yeah. typically if you're like guitar rapper, you're like, Wyclef Jean. <laughs> like it's not, yeah. it's not where you're like post Malone. If I was president, <laughs> assassinated on Friday. <laughs> like it's not, it's hard to like where to put these kind, kind of guys. You know, it's like like at least with uh, what's his face, Terrence. Um, oh, what's his last name? Terrence, not Terrence Howard. Um, anyways, Terrence Malick. No, director? dinner party and. Um, oh, Terrence Martin. Terrence, yes, Terrence Martin. At yeah. least Terrence Martin and like a Thundercat, you could be like, okay, this is where they go. Mm-hmm. Steve Lacey, I didn't know where he went before, but like when this album, after listening to this album, like I don't even know where to put you now, my friend. Nope. Um, you're all over the place with like the styles that you're bringing into every song is uh, pretty incredible to me. Um, I don't know what his album has been doing this week, but it sounds like people are digging it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know who, I don't even know. I Maybe this is like a, a way to get into mainstream because a lot of the songs have like kind of a pop sensibility to them, but it's not like overbearing at all. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I really, really like this song. I really love the melody. Just the meh, meh, yeah. meh, 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 meh. <laughs> yeah, a lot of it was like minimalist, childish Gambino stuff. Oh, kind of, yeah. But something else was there. Like That's some chance the rapper influence also. Yeah, I think childish Gambino is a good comparison. Yeah, yeah. Like in, but and I hate to say it because apparently it's a bad thing to compare him to Frank Ocean. Yeah. But he's very reminiscent of Frank Ocean. Yeah. It's like in a better way than just doing Frank Ocean. He's like, it seems like he's clearly influenced by what he was able to accomplish in the genre. Mm -hmm. You know, not necessarily like ripping him off or anything, but I can't think of anything else to compare him to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, RJ, when when this song came on, talk talk to me about your thoughts and feelings. Because it's very different from the first song. It is a little different. <laughs> um, okay, so this is me going into it thinking as like devastated, where it was like, hey, this is what we're going to go into with song one. There's the example of the rest of the mix. Got it. And then we hit this song, and I was I was kind of thrown off a little bit. Um, uh, you know, no, knowing me, I was just like, you know, the song's different. Don't like it. And I threw it off, listened to it again. I was like, ah. And then I think I skipped it like two, three more times. (laughs) Because obviously there's other songs I like more on this mix. And then eventually I just had it playing. And then I just noticed I was humming the melody (laughs) after I finished the mix. And I was like, it's that song that I don't like. (laughs) And then it's just listening to it again. Like this is probably like the 10th time I listened to it and I was just like all right it has that 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 flow that he does like when he sings and I was like I like that and it's just you're slowly like swaying back and forth with like the the music and I was just like oh I feel it and then just his like ba ba da like the part that he does and I was like I like that and then the end of the song I was like I love the end of the song and I was like all right I don't I don't hate you I, I appreciate what you are yeah um I listened to a couple other things and I was just like all right and then I went into kind of a 
a funny thing as I went into it. I was like, oh, he's just popular on the internet, not realizing that was his band. <laughs> um, so Keep then mentioning the internet. Then I like kind of read through like the Wikipedia thing, and I was like, oh, it's a band. Got it. And it's not just saying he got famous on the, on the internet. But he's been everywhere. He's been like with everybody. A lot of influences there. And I was just like, wow, that's kind of phenomenal. I was like, that's cool just to have that career and just that influence and that style of music. And I was like, I appreciate him for who he is. Not entirely still like the number one favorite song, but I was like, I appreciate what he did. And I was like, you know, I I like the song. It's a good little, good little song. Nice. But Archie, he's Filipino. That's all right. <laughs> okay. He's, yeah. I will still love him for being my cousin. But okay. All know, right. His yeah, for, music. For some and... reason, when you explained uh, your uh, how you got into the song, it made me think that he has a very like, uh, which is different than Freight Ocean. Like he has a very good showman quality to his songs. Mm-hmm. There's like even this song. There's like a like a like a stage sensibility to it like yeah this can be in a movie or it could be in a play and it, it could like work for whatever i could see reason. this in a movie like and like yeah it would definitely work in a movie like depending the scene yeah 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 it uh, is very versatile yeah uh devin yeah i thought this was a super creative song mm-hmm. um my my problem with it was similar to rj's honestly yeah. uh the placement of it after that first song threw me off and I didn't enjoy it at first. Nice. And I went into it seeing the name and recognizing the name and being excited to listen to it. And then when it came on, just after that first song, I, I didn't pay too much attention to it. And then after like two listen throughs, like, damn, he's doing something. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is great. I, I like what he's doing. Um uh, the part at the end, I really like, and it really starts picking up. <laughs> and part of me wishes that the whole song was like that. Yeah. But that's also not the song that he made, and I enjoy the song that he made. So I love the intro, or the out, like the outing like part of it. Yeah. I love that. And I feel like that's kind of like a nod to his minimalism sensibilities, mm. is, is the idea that all of this what you just heard is found within this stuff at the end. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. And he just decided to keep it down to this, which I don't know if is the intention or not, or if it goes, I didn't listen to the, the full album. I don't know if it goes into some other more grandiose song because mm-hmm. it is kind of theatrical in that way, especially yes. towards the end. It gets very theatrical, theatrical. That's the right word. And I, uh, I was conflicted at first. I was like, damn, I don't know if I want a whole song of this because this is awesome. But also what I just listened to was awesome. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of an example of like people not knowing how to end songs, but it seems more intentional this time. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate it after thinking about it for a little bit. I was like, I think it's just kind of saying like all of this, it's, it's jazz and it's the breakdown of jazz. It's going from like bop to post bop. It's like we can play the same shit by playing less notes, and it's still the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like in essence, you know, it's a, uh, it's interesting. I don't know if that's what he's trying to do. Like the fact that he plays guitar is uh, interesting too, because somebody that like an artist that plays an instrument always has a different sense of what they're doing with their music. I feel like right, yeah. So, yeah, I really I enjoyed the song. I haven't had a chance to check. I've listened to a few songs, but. Uh, 
not the whole album, but strangely enough for me making my mix this week, I ran into one of his other songs. I didn't put it on there, but ran into like an older song of his. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty cool as well. Was it from the Steve Lacey's demo? It was, was it See You Girlfriend or something like that? Hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. Nice. But it was an older one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like him. Uh, I think he's interesting, which is um I I'm glad that the that the mix I'm glad I'm happy with the placement of the song in the mix because I know that the mix is all over the place. Yeah. Yes. You guys when you first went yes. into it did not know that. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um all right, so moving on from Steve Lacey, we go into Promise by Elsie Waimeo off of Nilo, 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 tick, Nilo tick. We're going to go with. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, this is the second song from this EP. It's three minutes and six seconds. Elsie um, uh, is a Kenyan-born Australian singer-songwriter mostly singing in the hip-hop genre. Based in uh, Adelaide, South Australia, uh, she was awarded Young Kenyan of the Year in 2018. Damn, I was a (laughs) runner-up. And won People's Choice Best Hip-Hop Award at the annual Australian Music Awards in 2019. Uh, She has performed... Uh, at Laneway and Groovin' the Moo festivals and was featured artist with the Triple J Unearthed. Ooh, Triple J big. Um, her work is informed by her strong belief in God as she sees her talent a gift from God. Okay. In 2019, she did not feel her African roots to be a huge influence on her music, but the response to her music in Kenya was enthusiastic when Akon took samples there. Her music influenced by the gospel traditions as well as contemporary R&B. And in 2022, she cited Kendrick Lamar, Little Sims, and Godwin, Ludwig Goranson, who I fucking love Ludwig, uh, as her biggest musical influences. You heard Little Sims yet? Yes. Yeah. Um, she produces her own music. And directed her music video for her 2022 single, River Nile. Um, yes. So I stumbled into this. <laughs> yeah, walk me down the path of how you found this. So when I was going through my third version of this mix, I was like, ah, oh, I needed to be more broad. I need more, more options on the mix. Yeah. Uh, and so... I don't know. <laughs> I cannot tell you how I clicked on her name. No, I okay. can't. At one point, I clicked on her name. <laughs> it's not even a name that I would click on. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, I just happened to click on her name. And um, I skimmed through her EP. I was like, oh, okay. And then I, then I put her aside. And then for some reason, I kept on thinking about this song. And so when I was making this third version of this mix, I was like, oh, it needs to be broader, meaning that, like, it's every song needs to be a little bit different. And I was like, oh, this song's very different from the other songs that I had on there at the time. So let me throw it on there. Um, Yeah, so I – this is this type of song and a song 
that if you had presented Michael of three years ago this song, I would have said, no, thank you. Mm. I love this song now. I don't mm. know what it is about the flavor of her. Um, I think it's really hard to do what she's doing. Uh, because to me, it can come off silly and not good. And the way that she's doing it to me is informed and talented. Um, so I think that she does have, I know that she's obviously more popular in Australia and it sounds like in parts of Africa and probably in the UK, she's bigger. Um, I think that she has legs on her enough that she will become more popular. I think that there's stuff in this song. I don't think that she'll be like a pop sensation of any sorts. Um, but I think that she has some, especially knowing that she um, produces her own music. Um, I think she has legs to be here for a while and to make better music. I yeah. think this song's really good. I think her her EP is okay. Uh, but I think this song is really good. I was really impressed by it the more I listened to it. Um yeah, she's worked with, looks like she's worked with Duckworth, which I like him a lot, too. Um, didn't know that. Um, Duckworth is another weird R&B rabbit hole that I fell down one time. Um, I saw him mentioned on a couple of Spotify compilations that I was scrolling through today. Mm, yeah. And I've heard him on songs, and I've heard him, I think, on his own, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but just never paid enough attention. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. I was like, and I was also really curious how you guys, I, I have a feeling you guys are going to intake this song differently. Yeah. Uh, so I was like really curious how you guys were going to intake this. So Archie, walk me through once you got to this song. So this is me hating the last song. Yeah. <laughs> and I got to this one and I was like, oh, there's the energy I want. There's like the craziness. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And then I think over time I kind of got bored of it. Not bored of it, but it's just the second song grew on me. So then I was just like, oh, okay, this one, this one, this is the fun one that I liked before. I do like the energy, like the horns. I like just the energy behind it. It, It's a catchy little melody of just the whole song that you, you know. And it's just, I don't know. I like this song. I I think it's the biggest thing is just the energy behind it. Mm -hmm. And. And just like the, the background singers, which just you know, I, I liked it as a, a nice little like midway track. And just the and then I realized I think I got to this point and I was like, Mike's just all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'm coming yeah. to grips. I get it. And it's not just a the style of this music is good so far. It's just a broad mix of you know. Then I got there and I literally was like, this is like an RJ mix where it's just a broad like I'm gonna yeah. throw these songs because I like them. Yeah. yeah. Then I was like, I get it. Okay, but I like this one. Yeah, it's got a nice groove to it. Mm-hmm. It's grooving. Yeah, Devin. Um, yeah, I I hate to agree with RJ. Oh, really? But coming off the last song, like I was looking for less bubblegum, more edge. Mm-hmm. You know, and this was a a very good like cookie cutter pop hip hop song. But I th- and it's not the way that she does it because the way that she does it is different than anybody else that would have done a song like this. It's just this, and I thought that she was from the UK at first. But I was going to say the way that the UK does production is a very specific way. Mm. Not even in grime, but just in their hip hop scene is so specific. I got um, uh, no diggity vibes from this. 
Well, it is like funny. Black Street. Knowing that she's from Australia and that's always talking about how Australia is behind. On yes. <laughs> right. This is another example of that. <laughs> yes. It is so true. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, like the melody, the instruments, the structure of the song was like, it's, there's nothing tweaked about the melody. You know, it's just this melody works in song, so I will use it. Right. Yeah. Um, like the instrument choice, it's like these are good instruments. It's like a, a throwback to soul and R and B songs, but updated, kind of like we did in two thousand eleven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. But she did it all in a really good way. Like I, I would also say the first song kind of falls under that category, but they tweaked a little bit. Yeah, you know, on the production to make it different enough. They tweaked it a bunch with the melody to make it different enough. But hers kind of fit in that twenty tens box. Um, and I did enjoy it for what it was, but I was looking for something uh, edgier after the last song. Right. You know, um, but I, I do want to listen to more by her because I, I listened to f- a couple, like a little bit of a few more songs and she's got some interesting stuff. Like yeah. You can hear the, uh, the Kenyan influence in some of it, mm-hmm. you know, not really in this one, but uh, I th- what's a, the Nile song? Uh, River um, Nile, River Nile, yeah, that one had a lot more of it in there. That I was interested in that one. Yeah, she's like it's it's hard putting again be, making the decision to have the mix kind of like all over the place. It it makes sense. It's hard putting someone who's like they're like on the cusp of being good. <laughs> yeah, know? like yeah, they're on the cusp of being like they've got something. No, she I, is good. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I know what you're. I know what you're saying. Like. I I don't want to make it sound like I don't like her because she is really good. And if I heard this song uh, on a mix with other songs that sound like this, this would be the standout song. Yeah, right. You know, but well, I had that one song, um, that Low Village song, on the same version of this mix from last year, um, which had the girl and the two guys. Uh, oh, that, that you guys! It has a similar sensibility between the girls, and you guys didn't like that. It kind of had like a weird trio vibe. Yeah, in that song that like threw you guys off, and like maybe that girl needs to go off on her own because like yeah, if there was guys on this song, I would not like it as much. Yeah, there's something about just her flavor alone that's enough for me. It's interesting that she brought up Little Sims because I got some of that vibe from her, but Little Sims does something, and I can't explain what it is because everything I just said about this girl. I can say the same exact thing about Little Sims, but I love the new album she just came out with. Yeah, it's good. Like, top to bottom, it's an amazing album. And she does something a little bit different, and I don't know if it's just lyrics, but I don't know. She puts, like, a harder edge into something that you're not expecting, especially in the way that she delivers, like, rhymes. Like, Yeah, she has a lot more feeling and emotion yeah, and stuff. Yeah, like, she's all over the place, and... With female rappers, it's always harder because you're like, oh, she's doing the Nicki Minaj thing because she could do, like, two different voices. Yeah. But she's not doing that gimmick. She's just able to transition. Like, she has a good voice for singing and a good voice for rapping. Like, mm-hmm. she's able to discern the two rather than blend them together. You right. know, like uh, Saba and Corday and, like, Smino. Smino kind of separates it a little bit. Yeah. You know, he has his singing parts and then his rapping parts is a little bit more like Lil Wayne. But the other guys tend to, like, blend it in. Uh, I don't know. She's This girl's interesting, and the fact that she compared or she brought up Little Sims 
uh, got me even more interested. Yeah. Because she's still just popping off too. So I'm, it seems like the UK is like looking for new hip hop artists right now because all they have is grime, and that's right. their claim to fame, and that's over. You know, nobody cares about grime anymore. So yeah. Well, what are they going to do? Yeah. Well, on this, and I think I mentioned this to you guys last week. Uh, but if you do dive into her more, like Anderson Pack has a feature on her okay. EP, um, but also Ari Lennox, which we'll talk about in the next song as well, yeah. who is all over the place uh, this year. Um, and then same with her um, has a feature as well. So, yeah. okay. All right. Um, oh wait, no wait. Sorry, I'm just talking about Jasmine. Oh, okay. All those things are on Jasmine's album, not oh. her EP. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why. I did I see that. Confused. It sounded familiar. Yeah. But I, I dove into Dreamville today, too, like right before the podcast. Oh, I almost grabbed a couple of songs from there. I, I feel like we've <laughs> talked about it before. It's yeah. been brought up yeah. because of J. Cole and J.I.D., but I didn't know exactly what it was. And they have their own section on Spotify, like their own know, artist list. And it's all they do is compilations of artists. Yeah. And they're fucking great. Yeah, but I didn't know Ari Lennox was part of that, yeah. so I'm curious what that whole thing's about. Um, all right, so let's get into Jasmine, Jasmine, Jasmine Sullivan. Uh, this song's called "On It," uh, featuring Ari Lennox. Um, I'm gonna say this album's called Hotels. It's Hotels, <laughs> Hotels, Motels. Yeah. She, the deluxe. This is uh, the sixth track off this album. Three minutes and twenty five seconds. Uh, Jasmine Sullivan is an American singer-songwriter born and raised in Philadelphia. Her debut album, Fearless, was released in 2008 to commercial and critical success. Uh, The record topped Billboard's top R&B and hip-hop albums chart and was certified platinum by the Record Industry Association. The fuck? Yeah, she had a platinum album in 2008. Okay, what the fuck happened? (laughs) Okay, have you heard anything off of this? Yes, yes. So I didn't – so this past week, I was – before I, like, compiled my research, I, like, Googled her for whatever reason. I can't remember why. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is her. And I went back to her Spotify, and I was just like, oh, yeah, this this – I've heard this song before. I think it's the song Need You Bad. I believe I've heard that song before. I her don't... top song is Bust Your Windows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is off that album. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I got to play this real quick. I got to see if I've heard this. She's doing the same thing, but she's doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she needed about 12 years <laughs> to figure it yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird because she's riding off the Amy Winehouse hype. Oh, you know? yeah. And that sounds like um, uh, that has like uh, James Bond vibes. Yes. Um, yeah. That time period, too. Like maybe a little bit of Adele. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, she came out a little bit later, though. But. She's riding off the hype of that uh, retro revival from that time, whatever era that was. Yeah. Uh, basically, just Amy Winehouse. And there's a few other ones, like Corinne Bailey Reyes, kind of in that same vein. And uh, But she's doing it the bad way. 
Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> I got. I want to hear that whole album now. Uh, so it looks like uh, her second album was in 2010, which was received favorable favorable by critics. And then she took a three-year break. Sullivan signed to RCA and released her first studio album under the label uh, called Reality Show. And in 2015, it became her second album to peak at number one on the top hip-hop and R&B album charts. What the fuck? <laughs> so I know I've never heard any of this before because I wasn't listening to music really at yeah. the time. Uh, and then she's released her critically acclaimed uh, first EP, Hotels, uh, which has the single Pick Up Your Feelings, which is this album. Uh, she has received two Grammy Awards. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, while an extended play, it has also been variably identified as a concept album and schematic, uh, a successor to a didactic or didactic Di- didactic didactic diagonally dick dick diagonally. Yeah, there we go. Didactic concept album like the Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Structurally, six spoken word interludes are followed by songs that flesh them out. As character studies, the themes explored include feminism, sexuality, classism, body shaming, among other lyrical topics. Um, Hotels. uh, So this is RJ. Don't give me any lip on this, okay? Don't fucking do it. Hotel everybody, even the mayor, reach up to the sky to the hose zone there. (laughs) Luda. This is the deluxe edition, which came out in 2022, RJ, okay? I know this year. The the original album came out in 2021 and Mm -hmm. won album of the year. I understand that, okay? Okay. We all know that, that, RJ. (laughs) Uh, The EP won Best R&B Album at the 64th Grammy Awards, okay? Yeah. I understand that. We know. <laughs> I'll let know you're going to say all this shit. Yes, so We're getting ahead of it. Yeah. So I'm all statistics and numbers. You. You know. Fuck off with your numbers <laughs> and bullshit. Boop. Yeah. Shut up with your facts and logic, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> Shove it up your ass. Filipino Shapiro. Filipino <laughs> Shapiro. <laughs> ben Filipino. <laughs> it just flows. I like it. Yeah. Um. All right. So this song. <laughs> uh, I didn't know they were making songs like this anymore, and yeah. uh, she did. <laughs> yep. I when I first clicked on her, I had no idea who she was. Didn't know any of her history. Uh, listened to this EP, and I was like, "Fuck, this is like fucking good. This is really good." <laughs> and then as I made this mix, I was just like, "Oh, I'm making it super diverse." So I've never. I didn't know that people were making R&B songs like this anymore. I thought, you know, only like WAP exists. Yeah. And R&B wasn't sexy anymore. Oh, that's sexy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it can be sexy. You just got to know where to find it. You yeah. Know? As yeah. soon as Maxwell started stopped making music, and you had to find Miguel. And you're like, oh, yeah, the sexiness is still out. But there. there's something about a woman. Oh, a woman there being is. like the waves crashing, you know. Oh, yeah. I just want to sit on it. Sit on it. <laughs> Get it all wet. Uh, yeah, this song's fucking sick. This album's really good. Uh, I know it's the album came out last yeah. year, RJ. We all this know. This is the deluxe. <clears throat> this is off deluxe. the deluxe. Yes. Okay, which it's came a special out in February edition. 2022. 
And it has intros to all the tracks. Error. That's why it's different. You need to hear the intros. Piece of shit. Piece of fucking shit. Uh, RJ, talk to me about once you got the on it. (laughs) And were you expecting a Joe Rogan ad? Yeah. No, 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 I wasn't. (laughs) Did you take your alpha brain today? (laughs) Um, So I got to the song, and I think I just kind of... I was it must have been like at work or something, so I didn't really hear it. Kind of heard it, and I was like, "All right, I get the tempo. Of this one next." And I think I was looking for more of like songs number one, which then we went to the five, and I was like, "All right, it, it, that's what the mix is like." You know, maybe I'm just not paying attention. Fucking asshole. So then I listened to it again and again, and she is phenomenal. Um, her fr- last, I went through her like discography, 2008. Or, okay, it starts off great this year. And then it kind of declines with the amount of effort and like the, okay. the, the I like them. Her her 2008 obviously got all the the status for it and like the awards, but it's a very like media friendly version of I'm gonna make a fun pop song and sell that. Yeah, it's 2008. She has yeah. matured so much over her albums, and they are so good. I love her energy and just the soulfulness, the R and B fullness, and I was like, I I love this and what she does. And this song is amazing. Did you want to sit on it? Oh, no. I, <laughs> this song is about me. Did you bounce on it? Yeah, this song is about me. She. Yeah, I, I am. The, she's like, RJ? And I was like, yeah. She's like, can I write that song about you, boo-boo? And I was like, yeah, you, you can. Nah, it's about me. <laughs> no, no, it's about both of us. No, <laughs> I ain't playing that game. You were in the room. Uh, so it says in here, in 2016, Sullivan was featured on in the visual album Endless by Frank Ocean. Mm. Sullivan lent her vocals to four songs from the album Alabama, Wither, Hublots, and Rushes. Sullivan was the lead writer uh, for these four songs on Mary J. Blige's album Strength of a Woman and sang backup on vocals for the first three of them. Uh, Let's see here. She, in partnership with fellow American singer Bryson Tiller, released Insecure for the soundtrack for the second season of the HBO series. Oh, so she did the second the soundtrack for the second season of Insecure. The whole season? Yeah. With Bryson Tiller? Yes. Weird. Weird. <laughs> uh, that makes sense. Have you seen that show? She was on in twenty nineteen she was featured on the Pentatonics Christmas collection. <laughs> <laughs> She's had the weirdest fucking career. That's odd. Uh, what okay, what label is she on now? Uh RCA. She, she went to RCA. Still, she might still be on RCA. I'd be curious because it seems like she's able to take more creative direction. Yeah, she's still on RCA. This EP was released there. Like when somebody has a history of putting out albums over 14 years of a certain type and doing a certain type of work, and then they come out with something like this, it makes me wonder if if she's had this uh, creative sense her whole time and she's been uh, put down by the record label and controlled by the record label, or if somebody else has stepped in and showed her new artistic direction on this new album. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, it's good. Well, this is is this the same one as a, she had that Circle song, the Missy Elliott one that we talked about last time. Yeah. Um, so maybe Missy Elliott stepped in. 
No, Missy's not a producer on this. Uh, new you know, you know what's funny? No, I looked into this, and Missy Elliott, I think, was on her like 2008 one, and it, that's where the poppiness I think came from from influences Sounds by right. her. And then afterwards, you know, she she goes to different like producers and stuff, and the style changed. I don't, Mike, did you go through all the albums? I didn't listen to him. No, the, you could literally hear be like, you know, like the last couple of them, the two three that she made, I was just like, I like that, and then I think the next or and the one like, 2008. Slowly, it was just like, ah, next song, next song, next song. And then I was just like, you could tell her style has changed to what she is now. Mm. Yeah, there's a producer on this new album named Key Wayne that has uh, worked with a lot of people. Huh. He's yeah, on I saw a couple that, of songs. And I was like, Kanye? <laughs> and I was yeah, like, no. Beyonce, Drake, Lil Wayne, Young Jeezy, Juicy J, Ariana Grande, Meek Mill, Ty Dolla Sign. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, there's something about it that's uh, that's changed. But regardless, she has the talent to do this and yeah. should keep on doing it. Oh, yeah. um, we should definitely listen to her album. Yeah, I started listening to some of it. Um, I, yeah, I love this song. Uh, as soon as it came on, as soon as the guitar started, I just felt it in my soul. Like I yeah. felt it deep down below. That's because you were <laughs> in the room. That's true. Um, she was writing about me. Um, staring at you yeah Uh, yeah, I just I love everything about this song and like lyrically songs like this like WAP WAP is a parody song yeah this is not Mm. like this is an R&B song this is a modern R&B song this is what modern R&B songs can and should be you know Uh, but like I didn't pay attention to the lyrics at first and then I listened to the lyrics again. I was like, oh, this is one of those WAP songs. <laughs> but I was listening to it, and it's not that it's done in like a tasteful way or anything, but it's just done in a way that's not uh, pandering to you know, shock value or anything. It's just an R&B song. It's yeah. anything that we've heard from, uh, from R. Kelly you know, or Maxwell or any of the old R&B hits, like just done from a female perspective. And yeah. uh, it's great. It's uh, it's just got a really good classic vibe to it. Um, still keeping it modern. There's something in the background that that is keeping it modern. And she doesn't stick with like a traditional melody of it. Like it's a reminiscent of Georgia Smith, who I love Georgia Smith. And she does something with the melodies that's like it's just so smooth. Like effortlessly smooth and yeah this whole song was like that for me it was, i loved it felt it all i don't know if i've ever heard a song where a woman's like i'll spit on it yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> no not that i took seriously <laughs> yeah. uh yeah uh, i think he also says put it in my face at one point too Just i mean obviously it's the next place it's gotta go yeah <laughs> Yeah, the song's fucking great. I don't I, get tired of it either. No. Yeah. No. I wanted more. I wanted yeah. to hear more of this song and then yeah, skim the through the album and it's funny if you look at her on Spotify, I think, like when you look at like fans also like, it's like, ah, uh, this makes more sense. Cause like Brandy's on there, I think. Oh. Like, yeah, stuff like that. Where it's like no, that, I love I love this album. That's when I when I first saw when I first was like, Oh, is she older? 
And then when I went to the fans, also like I was like, oh yeah, she's older. Fantasia, <laughs> Monica, yeah, Monica. Brandy, Keisha Cole, <laughs> Floetry, Jill Scott, yeah. Faith Evans. Oh, <laughs> Faith Evans. Yeah, I haven't yeah. heard her for a while. Yeah. Damn. Um, she's still making music. <laughs> I don't know. Twenty seventeen is the last one. Uh, all right, and then uh, finishing off here, we've got a few good things by Saba featuring Black Thought, Aaron Allen, and Aaron Allen Kane um, from the album "Few Good Things." This is the last track, track fourteen, seven minutes and eight seconds. Uh, let's see, Saba is an American rapper, record producer. He grew up in the Austin neighborhood of the West Side of Chicago, not Texas. Uh, he is a co-founder of the musical collective Pivot Gang with his brother Joseph Chilams, uh, their late cousin John Walt, and their high school friend MFN Mello. Uh, he is also one-third of the supergroup Ghetto Sage with Smino and No Name. No way. Uh, Saba initially gained recognition after releasing two independent mixtapes mix in 2012 and 2014. Uh, let's see. On February 9th, Saba released the short film dedicated to C.D. Roberts. Saba explained that the film in a press release saying, The concept of a few good things is a realization of self after a search of exterior fulfillment. It is the satisfaction and the completeness you gain by simply living a life that is yours. Few is a small number, but few is not lonely. In the face of all adversity, a few good things is recognizing and accepting blessings. We all know one is the loneliest number. That's yeah. you'll know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, Saba, he's really, really good. He's, yeah. he's really, really good. Uh, I was happy to see that he came out with a new album, checked it out, uh, liked it as much as the stuff that I've heard from him before. I uh, decided to put on this song at, uh, on here. Uh, uh, I, there's a couple songs that I wanted to put on the album. I didn't have a good ending song for the mix, so I put this on here. And I also wanted I, – I knew the song was going to throw off RJ because of how it it just kind of stops and then picks back up again. Yeah. Uh, so I was looking forward to RJ with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this song is really good. His flow is fucking fantastic as always. Um, the, just everything that he's saying is interesting in the song. The album's good. Um, yeah. RJ walk me through your, uh, relationship with Saba and the song. Um, you guys talked about Saba last time and I was like, I don't know, maybe I just recognize that name. I don't know. So then I went through his songs and I, was, I actually, I think two of them popped up for mixes that I, I was I saved for the, might add this to a mix. Oh, nice. Uh, so I've heard two of the other songs and I don't remember which ones they are. I have to go through it again. But, um, so I obviously liked him on his other stuff before too. Um, the song was good. It was, I feel like it was a good, you know, last track. There was a little space, you know, towards the end that kind of stops. <laughs> a little talking, you know. But um, it was a good song. Uh, I feel like, you know, I could have listened to a, you know, one in five mix with just all this on there with similar stuff. That's what I thought I was getting into. You know, RJ, you don't eat bread sandwiches, do you? I do you? Bread sandwiches. No, you don't eat I actually that. don't eat. That's you eat all the time. <laughs> No, computers don't need to eat them. Yeah, but you do. You choose to. You need electricity, RJ. Am I I normal? (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not. (laughs) That's the most abnormal thing you've ever done. Yeah. (laughs) 
Just making a sandwich wrong somehow. (laughs) Am I normal? (laughs) Do that at work. See how it goes over. Bread on bread on bread. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Now we spread bread on bread. (laughs) I put mustard on the outside. (laughs) That's uh, actually in the stupid ass Lightyear movie that came out. They is put, it? Yeah, the, their sandwiches, the, instead of bread on the outside, it's pieces of meat with one bread in the middle. Oh, that's okay, kind of hold good. On. <laughs> hold on. Is it, to- is it toasted bread? Oh, yeah. You can like, throw that on the, the stove or on like, a, the top oh, of the yeah. grill. Wrap that shit in lettuce. You're good. No, the lettuce, no, the meat's on the outside. Yeah, but yeah. you know, you put it in a lettuce wrap. No, you don't. That's I how wanna. they eat their sandwiches. But I want to. <laughs> But no. I want to do this. I'm down for that. Like, get the meat, cheese, bread, <gasps> cheese, meat, and that is your sandwich. <laughs> Breadstick lettuce wrap sandwich. <laughs> get out of here with your lettuce wraps. Bullshit. No, breadsticks no, on the inside. Stupid. No, meat cold on cuts. The outside. Meat always has to be on the outside. Yeah, yeah meat's no. on the outside. I, I want the fucking meat sweats, all right? Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be Damn enough it. meat. Nah, not with your lettuce bullshit. Yeah. I don't like lettuce. It's just something to hold it with. <laughs> That's what Romaine. the meat's there for. I mean, I'll hold meat all day long. I don't give a <laughs> Fuck. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? I'll shove that shit right in my mouth. I, I don't give a fuck. The more meat, the better. That's what I always say. Yeah, I'm always the bread in the middle. Yeah, I'm always the bread. I don't need no fucking lettuce around me. Just give me that meat. Call me Arby's because I want them meats. Put it in my ass and stick it in my mouth. Yeah. Spit roast me, bro. I don't give a fuck. I love meat. <laughs> yeah. But really, though, I tried that sandwich. <laughs> <sighs> Who is the new sandwich king? Like Subway used to be, like as far as like uh, fast food sandwich restaurants go. I think the nation realized that sandwiches suck. But I love Jersey Mike's. They're really not good, though. Like Jersey when you, Mike's. Like think about the best sandwich you've ever had, and it's like, oh, I know it. Okay, and then think about the average pizza you have. A sandwich over no. it. The no. one that I had. No, oh. <laughs> no way. Yep. Most, most people just take an average piece of pizza over a fucking Jimmy John sandwich. Let me tell you this. The sandwich that I'm talking about, I get from a pizza place. And fucking RJ is charging too much for sandwiches. RJ is charging way too much. <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> way too much for, for those the sandwiches. Other problem too. Yeah, it's like who the fuck? This is why I go to the only sandwiches I ever get is from Sprouts because yeah. they're like six ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and theirs are really good. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's a fucking sandwich. Yeah, it's not complicated. And when you start yeah. to complicate it, it's not a sandwich to me anymore. It's exactly. something else. It's like a panini yep. or a fucking hoagie. It's different. But if you get one from like a real Italian uh, pizzeria, in this case, or a deli, it's so good. The yeah, sandwich you're, I get. You're eating calzones, Devin. No, no. It's a sandwich. It's, <laughs> it's a cold cut sandwich. He's easily confused. It's got yeah. the gabagool. I've been saying that for years. No, no, no. It's got the gabagool. It's got the prosciutto. He literally orders it like that. I'm like, Devin, it's a calzone, not yeah. a sandwich. <laughs> See, my hair is bright Please red. Stop. Please like, stop. <laughs> Can I get the gabagool? They're going to kick us out again, Devin. It's a for my guma. It would be funny if you asked for an open face calzone. <laughs> yeah. They're like, a piece of pizza? No. No, I don't eat pizza. I eat calzones. So you want like a pita bread, kind of like half open? Yeah. Ooh, I used to love the, that pita place. There's that there's, place in Roseville that was like a pita place. Ooh, which one? 
I don't know, like PETA something. PETA shop. PETA. PETA, PETA. Yeah. yeah PETA place. Being there's one called Daphne's PETA I've never true. tried, but there's one called uh, P, P, PETA. Could you call <laughs> it PETA <laughs> Chew? Pita, 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 I just have pita, pita written all over it. Pita, pita, chew. No, it's called. Oh, I don't know. That was an idea. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna make it. Yeah, um, we need to open a strip club and call it Jigglypuffs. Ooh, yeah, I'd yeah. go there. We could probably make a Hooters restaurant called Jigglypuffs. Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just have more pink. Yeah, and fat so girls, and they have a little microphone. Yeah, they sing. Yeah. Put us to sleep. <laughs> and then I'm going to have a place that just kind of like smokes hookah and then we just call it Snorlax or something. Yeah. He okay. sleeps. Snorlax. Just, you're, you're talking about uh, a bed store. Yeah, but a mattress <laughs> yeah, store. Like, yeah. Yeah. Are like Take over sleep train and call it Snorlax. <laughs> be pretty, pretty sick, actually. <laughs> have like a nursery called Bell Sprout. We have Pokemon Dreams, right? Oh, man, okay. why someone freaking well no they would <laughs> i just thought of something and then i was just like no they would never allow that in the United States. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm down. Just, just making uh having your own cannabis company and naming it after pokemon characters <laughs> oh yo no, you could do that you can't it, do that it you will yeah, eventually get sued <laughs> i would be like you, you're marketing towards children it's like no 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 i'm so, a grown man and i love pokemon yeah. <laughs> they have in california they have uh candy flavored adult yeah. <laughs> blue and red i played those look i, don't know I that. love execute okay yeah <laughs> i don't know that gold and silver bullshit <laughs> i love star you i love uh, dugong uh, i love Arcano. About, like, right, he's what about, Vol- what about Vulpix? Vulpix? Yeah, who didn't want to have Star- sex with Vulpix? The FBI shows up and they're like, all right, he's naming the 150. All right, you're good, you're good. That means you're old enough. And as they're leaving, like, excuse me, 151? Scyther, Scyther. Oh, that dude. He was creepy. Dude, I'd let him, like, clean my lawn. Who was the creepiest? I think it was Abracadabra or Mr. Mime. Mr. Mime was a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, well, I think Jinx is actually creepier than Mr. Mime. Wait, which one's Jinx? Jinx is the female Mr. Mime. Oh, like, Jinx is creepier. Yeah, yeah. She's that's like, like the Ghislaine Maxwell. It's kind <laughs> yeah. of blackface because <laughs> <Yeah>. it's <laughs> you look at the lips and it's kind of wearing dreads. I think I just <laughs> I'm not a fan of the this the muck. I don't I don't think I like muck. Ooh, muck and grimer. Yeah, they just be slimy, and I'm like, get your muck out of here. Fucking coughing. And uh, oh, talks oh, about wheezy. Oh, wheezy. Wheezy. Oh, man. Hunter. Oh, fuck. I forgot about Hunter. And Kibombo. Wouldn't it be hilarious if, like, animals in our world just said their names? Yeah. Raccoon. Raccoon. What animal is that? Zebra. Zebra. I think it would be like you know it defeats the purpose because if you're, you know, the like a crocodile is its attack is like to be stealthy like in the water right, mm-hmm. so, and then jump out at you. You just walk in by the water and you hear this crocodile. You're like, oh, I know you're <laughs> in there now, crocodile. Crocodile. <laughs> and then you hear him like kind of back up and you're like, yeah, you fucked up by saying your name. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mewtwo never said their name, right? Uh, Mewtwo's oh. telepathic. Yeah. So, I mean, they're probably they just spoke English through your brain. Yeah. Well, Mew says yeah. Mew. Mewtwo is purely telepathic. Yeah. Yeah. But they were probably Mew. the stealthiest Pokemon. <laughs> Mew. 
Me was no way. sick. Diglett. Fucking underground. Yeah, but they're running around going, Diglett. 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 That's not stealthy. Like, what if Solid Snake was running around going, Solid Snake. Solid Snake. It's just a box saying It's just a box saying Solid Snake throws a porno magazine on the ground. Be like, Solid Snake. You're getting shot. It's You're getting a- shot right away. <laughs> it's Ekans, okay? <laughs> Ekans. <Yeah. laughs> uh, Jesse was gay, right? Or James was gay, right? No, he was always talking to women. Well, oh wait, no, I'm thinking of Brock. You're talking yeah, about no. Team Rocket. Team Rocket, yeah, yeah. Team it's Rocket. Jesse and James. Yeah, yeah. He probably him and Meowth were. Ooh. Oh yeah, mm, poor that me gold out. coin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> give me that gold coin. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in my butt mouth. <laughs> mm. um, all right, Devin, say what you're going to say about this last song because we got <laughs> Oh yeah, I like the song. Um, yeah, no, it's a good song. I love Saba. I like that he's stayed consistent like throughout his albums I, I know what to expect with him and it's uh, it's always an improvement on what he's doing but he's he's found his sound uh, i appreciate that from him um it felt like kind of like a flying lotus beat oh yeah you know like yeah. i don't know if he produced it or not but it really seemed like it and even the structure of it how it had basically two endings or it ended twice and uh picked up with something else it seemed very flying lotus like but did you say this is a concept album? No. Or there's just a concept behind it? Uh, I yes. think so, yeah. Because the, the song seemed like a, a theatrical song. Like it's, This one seemed like it could be in a concept album. Just how it ends kind of, uh, not abruptly, but fades out into something else. And then, I don't know. Part yeah. of, it, it was... Uh, it was nice as a whole, but listening to it at first, I didn't know that the song wasn't over because I had my headphones down low and couldn't hear like the little subtleties. And then when I finally like, listened to it louder, I was like, oh, there's more stuff going on. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. But yeah, I, uh, I like the song. I like Black Thought. Love the Roots. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's all great. Um, all right. So how did I do with uh, favorite, least favorite, Devin? I said one, three, five for you. For me... Um, four is my Ooh. favorite. Uh, three is my least favorite. You got that one right. Yeah, and two is my favorite artist. Oh yeah, yeah. that's exciting. I would say Saba just because I was most familiar with him. But yeah. two, I want to. I Daddy. I want more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and RJ is probably going to be kind of similar to you. Yeah, RJ. So said you two, said three, one. two, three, one. So the, the, it's gonna be weird. It's, it's gonna, gonna be gonna weird. Be weird. <laughs> so, uh, I said my favorite was one. Uh, okay. Then just because <laughs> I was going through the situation that I went through, I kind of stuck with it because I was like, "Oh, I hate this song," but then I was like, "Okay, it grew on me." But I feel like because I had that initial thought and kind of because I, I had nothing against any of the songs, all the songs were good. Yeah. Uh, I bet two is my least favorite. Um, and then four was the one that I jumped on that bandwagon um, that oh, I want to go nice. because of the Ooh. albums. Wait, what was your favorite song? Is one, one, okay. Which I guess would have been the thing that I wanted to dive deeper in. But I'm glad, I'm yeah. glad. Uh, Jeff oh, I, I went through like all his, like uh, you know, uh, the, like the, the top songs, and I was like, I like that one too. I like that one too. So I was like, okay, I like these songs too. 
And his album's good, too. Yeah. Nice. Uh, all right. What are you guys going to rate me? I'm going to, I'm just going to say, I'm going to give myself as just a solid 4.2. That's just what I'm going to go with. Here. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm giving you 4.3. Oh, nice. Yeah, a little bit higher. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny. Mm. On mine, mm-hmm. um, because I'm all about numbers. Apparently. Uh, I gave you a 4.3333333. You gave him a four pie? Yeah, I gave you a four and a third. So it goes on forever. But I enjoy this mix. And, you know, the first time it threw me off, but I was like, okay, I do like this. You know, I just kind of like, you know, this year it's good so far. Everything is great to work out to, also, by the way. Yeah, Minus one of the things, you know, came out before, but it's fine. No, it didn't. It's a new album, 2022. Yeah. RJ, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Deluxe no, album. Milkman's going to have an issue with that. No, he's not. No, he won't. No. You don't even know about Jasmine. My girl. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, RJ. All right. Uh, what do you got for us, Devon? So, I have... Devon. Devon. I have a mix for you entitled A Good Woman. Is hard to rhyme. Ooh. <laughs> oh. I like that. I think this is a, at least a four for me. Based yeah, on that title. <laughs> you, might, you might be right. You might be wrong. Who knows? It may be six out of five. Which in France we say six. And I did not fuck it up this time. So I shared it correctly. I made it public instead of private. He sees uh, this is an interesting mix of things, and I had a bunch of songs in mind, and then kind of changed it at last minute. But I'm happy with it. Oh, nice! I know three of them. I'm excited right. to get to know the other two. Oh, all right, all right, oh. all right. Yeah, and I think since we we're talking about number two earlier, I think this song is going to be off that album because this was a single, his newest single, Jerry Badass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the song called? Love is Only a Feeling. Uh, it is not off the new album. Oh, okay. Yeah. Man, it's just a random single then, but good-ass song. Yeah, dude. Very first song on his new album. It's got a feature from yours truly, Diddy. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to... Can I put out a new mixtape? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to be associated with Joey Badass anymore. <laughs> You don't know how badly I'm not. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to make it. But I've been wanting to make a mix purely called "A Little Ditty." <laughs> you, know, do you understand what I'm saying here? Yeah. If you can, like, con- I it's mean, a little ditty. It, like I'm playing yeah, the little ditty. I like the title, <laughs> and I would be happy with the title. But for a whole week, if I have to listen to Diddy, if I have to listen to Sean Puff Daddy P Diddy Diddy Daddy Combs, they're out his life and the oh, name changes. Oh. I'm not going to like that. But if you can convince me to like Diddy. I already did. <sighs> not fully. That Nipsey Hepseal song. Yeah, but. Okay. <laughs> Let's better be the Puff Daddy version of this song. <laughs> not that sting piece of shit. Remember at the wards when he's just dancing 
and his white flowy shirt and white pants and white shirt and white shoes. Oh, that's all he ever wears. It's beautiful. That is a beautiful moment. I'm just mad that I can't wear white. Why? Because I don't look right. <laughs> I, I disagree. Oh, picture I this. Picture this, that. RJ. Picture Devin in a white tall tee. Gold mm. chain. Okay. Y'all can mm. do that. Blue right. Ben Davises. He wants to borrow my outfit. Ooh, then. Yeah. <laughs> this is RJ. You can borrow my clothes. <laughs> yeah. And a, a, you see a hat that says LA <laughs> on it. <laughs> yeah. You just need to wear tall tees that are white. <sighs> okay. I could pull that off. <laughs> yeah. I was just talking about his Caribbean, you know, beach wedding fashion. It's <laughs> like flowy linen shirts and pants. Well, what's the the actor? Uh, what Malibu's most wanted? Oh yeah, yeah. That's Be rad. Yeah, yeah. Like that, he listened to too many uh, Eminem songs back in the day. I mean, if you find me some Percocet, I will dress like that. It's out of comfort and necessity. <laughs> ben Davis has got a lot of pill pockets. In. <laughs> Yeah, my whole goal for working out is purely so I can look good if I ever go to Florida. That's the only reason. <laughs> yep. If I ever go to Florida, that's why uh, I got the same thing for Hawaii. Yeah, yeah but Hawaii's, you could be. I, yeah, yeah, but I want to do an unbuttoned Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. That's the tough part. Yeah. I'm going to get skin <laughs> cancer in the process <laughs> yeah. of training I'm for this. I'm just going to do it anyway. Like they get to see what I got. I've been training my whole life for this, and this this is what I got. They don't have WalMarts in Hawaii, RJ. <laughs> You're not going to be able to find the right outfit. RJ, are you allowed to do the haka? I think so. Will he though? Uh, no. <laughs> I would love to see that the haka is what turns RJ's life into a completely different direction. Yeah, he does haka workouts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I'm just getting in touch with my roots that aren't mine. <laughs> Gets into Filipino stick fighting. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Boiling pig's blood. Yeah. Mm, it, blood you? pudding. Yeah. <laughs> he just starts finding random eggs and tries to hatch them so they're Man. almost birds before he eats them. <laughs> Arjun, that's a good bit. Just wait for Devin to come home and then just be doing a haka in the garage. If you haka me, I'm going to kick you straight in the balls. Eyes super wide, just slapping your chest and your thighs <sighs> and shaking your jazz hands a little bit. I would hate that. <laughs> no, it's got. I got to do it in his room. So when he comes home, like it's my alarm clock, because literally he just like kind of you know gets home, drops his bags off on the table, like then goes into his room, like buddy, come with me, and his dog, and then he'll like open his door, and I'm just in there like ah. it's Haka clock. Yeah, just hide in the closet, wait till I'm about asleep. I just bring my strobe light yeah. inside his room and just going off with a fog machine. I bet you you can convince Dustin to learn the haka with you. Oh yeah, he, oh, yeah. he he's got haka energy. Yeah, he's got haka. Energy. Yeah, <laughs> I've never heard Dustin better describe. Yeah. <laughs> 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 got haka written all over him. Yep. So I keep. Funny. I feel like if he saw that there's a hockey dance class, he'd be like, "Ooh, I'm gonna yeah. try this out." <laughs> oh. God, don't do that, RJ. <laughs> I mean, do it, but don't do it in front of me. So I'll be upset. Uh, what are you doing next week? Not watching you do the hockey. I'm gonna look for a Groupon for a hockey class for you, RJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can, do they accept Groupons? <laughs> <laughs> You should just move to Hawaii and just see if anybody's like 
ask you if you're Hawaiian or if they're just like, hey, he's Hawaiian. <laughs> he's, <laughs> yeah. he's here. I think you'll be. You could do it, RJ. Yeah, I think you can pull it off. Yeah, I'm already planning my schedule for next week. Have you been to Hawaii? I have not. Do it. It's great. There's a lot of white people there. Yeah, a lot of white. A lot of howlers. <laughs> we don't like the howlers in Hawaii. <laughs> on the big island. <laughs> yeah, I've only been to Maui. but yeah. I never went to Maui. I went to Oahu, and it was fucking sick. Yeah. I wanted to move there very badly. Still kind of do. So expensive to live there, though. Looking at like how much it is to live there compared to California, and it's basically the same. Oh, yeah. But there's just less work. It's even worse just because the grocery prices spike there. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, back then I think I went in like 2007, and I want to say cigarettes were about ten bucks a pack, and back then cigarettes were about three fifty or four dollars a pack. Mm. And I know that you know. Cigarettes aren't like the price of everything, but they just hike everything up around there. Yeah, because they can. They're all imports. Yeah. yeah. Like pineapples are cheap. That's about it. Yeah. And the pineapple fucking dole plantation smells like shit. I forgot the exact story, but there's like some dude out there that signed a deal like 30 or like 40 years ago, maybe at this point. Um, but he signed a deal that like he basically was the guy who started importing Toyota into the U.S., and they have to go through Hawaii in order to import into the U.S. Like, the boats have to dock there. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, they have to go through, like, a regulation when they get there and go over everything. And then, then they head to the States, the ones that aren't made domestically. Mm-hmm. And so he he got, I think it's, and I think he might be dead at this point. I can't remember. But he basically got every piece. He got a percentage off of every piece of Toyota that came through there. Damn. Yeah, it's pretty insane. What a deal. I know. You just own one of the ports or something? I can't remember exactly what it was, but he basically... Was he Hawaiian? Some white no, dude? I think he was a white dude. Damn, that sucks. Yeah. Smart Anyways. white dude, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so you can find the podcast wherever you get podcasts. If you want to listen to this uh, mix of some new music, you just go to 5 Song Mixtape, all one word, and a Spotify, and then you can find it there. I'm uh, glad we're on a hip hop train. So, yeah. on to next week. Yep. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>